Welcome to Strengthen, a podcast dedicated to inspiring you to become your strongest self. I am your host, Gabby Barreto, a registered dietitian and personal trainer with the mission of empowering you to become the best version of yourself yet. So let's get stronger together. Welcome, Donatella, and thank you so, so, so much for taking your time and coming on today's episode. Guys, this is my good friend, and even though you're a quote-unquote former colleague, you're still a colleague to me. Um, Even though we don't work at the same studio together anymore, you're still my colleague and one of my big professional connections, and I think it's really important that we have that for sure, and someone that I can always go to for knowledge and just to get her experience and even just to like shoot the shit for lack of a better term. Um, I met Donatella when she started working at Fit Studio in Cedars and sadly no longer works there, but it's still a big part of my big part of my life. So thank you so much for taking the time again. And let's let's get rocking. So I want to learn more about you, even though I know so much about you, but can you tell Tell us a little bit about how you got into the world, the wonderful world of fitness. Sure. Well, thank you for having me. And yes, I miss you so much. Um, even though I see you all the time on Instagram and I stalk your stories, but that's fine. You know, that's what we do. Uh, what we um, so I would have to say, well, in general, I've always been a pretty active uh, child, adult. You know, I grew up with two older brothers and they were always into sports and yeah. I wanted to play with the boys. So, you know, if we're going like really when I got into fitness as, as a young child, I played field hockey, track and softball. Um, so I was always moving. I always felt better when I was doing something active and fun. Um, and I became a runner. Um, and I would say like officially became a runner, I would say right. middle school and we had these little competitions and I had to do the most mileage to get an ice cream or something like that. And, you know, I'm very, I'm like my dog, I'm very food oriented. So if there's like a treat at the end of it, I got it. Um, it. and then, you know, I, um, so I played field hockey track and softball throughout high school and, started running post high school. And then I was working in um, Boulder, Colorado as a massage therapist. So I've been a massage therapist for uh, 20 years. So that's what I did uh, right after high school. I went to get um, licensed in massage therapy. And I always wanted, I heard of bar. So me as a fitness instructor actually started with bar. I was always into yoga. Those were the modalities. I lift, I do hit, I run, but there was something about yoga, Pilates that just resonated with me, especially as a massage therapist, working with alignment and things like that. And so um, what first attracted me to bar was, you know, those cute little bar bodies. And um, I just want to say to get a bar body, you just need to have to have a body and do bar. Right. Literally how you get up. That's it. That's it. <laughs> There's no like bar body. You just need to have a body and do right. bar. Just like good. a bikini body. You just need to just, put a bikini on. You just have a body and put a bikini on. So um, I was, I remember sitting in my office and I was on Facebook and 
an ad comes through and it was for the Daily Method. It's a bar um, studio that started out in uh, California and I was in Colorado and I was like, oh, and I saw the address. The address was right across the parking lot from my massage practice. And this was in Colorado? This was in Colorado, Boulder, Colorado. This was uh, like five or six years ago, maybe actually probably more like seven. It was seven, eight years ago. So it was, it was a little bit. And um, I, it was for... Um, not to be an instructor, it was to be a front desk person and you trade hours to use their studio. And to, I was like, sweet, I work right here. I can give you right. four hours a week and do all the bar I want. And that's, and so I interviewed with them and ended up becoming like really good friends with the owner still and the owner of that franchise. And, um, and I just remember getting in that class, my first mm. class, and we're in a position called parallel. So if you've ever taken bar, it's when your ankles, knees, and thighs are glued together, your heels are lifted as high mm. as they can go as you're on the balls of the feet. And then you start to travel straight down, keeping the alignment of the Life. spine. Well, I, right, yeah, it's, it's the one that makes you shake like immediately once you get to a certain, and all of a sudden your legs are like springing right. up and down. And I remember doing it and I'm like, this is easy. Like I'm an athlete. What? Like, this is what, and the instructor comes over to me. Now, mind you, I'm a massage therapist, very like understanding the body. I know aware of everything. And all she does is take my shoulders and move them about a half inch back. What she did was she put my shoulders right over my hips. hips. That gave me neutral spine and all of a sudden my engagement clicked in and it was like this shit is hard (laughs) and it looks like and I couldn't I couldn't even hold the position right and it was then that I was just kind of like this what this does does what I do on a massage table to people. So I do my, I had a business called, my brother still owns it, Postural Evolution, right? We dealt right. with a lot of posture, all that kind of stuff. And now you're bringing that world of mine into fitness, fitness. which is the other world yeah. that I love. And I was just like, this is what I need to do. And I just started taking bar every day, as much as I could, every day, awesome. every day, every like, anytime I had a break, you would see me like, literally see me like run across the parking lot with my little grippy socks in my hand between oh. clients. Cute and a months went by cute grippy socks with right. fun little sayings on them. Um, I, while I was taking bar, I ran my first marathon ever. And so just to solidify that I wanted to do this, I would hear horror stories about like your knees, you're this, you're that. And I remember being around like, uh, and I remember very clearly it was like mile 15 ish. Right. And I literally can feel my inner thighs start to engage. And if you know anything about the body, you really want to make sure you have strong inner thighs pretty much a whole strong like upper thigh because that actually helps with the knee knees. and yep. it keeps the knee stable. Yes. I had zero knee pain after my first, and granted Amazing. I did train, but, um, and then, uh, you know, I just wanted to do this and I talked with the owner and I said, you know, are you guys doing any kind of teaching teacher programs? And she says to me, this is like kismet, what just happened here. She goes, we are, it starts in two days, but we're full. I don't have a spot for you. She goes, and what's interesting is Cece, who was another instructor, said to me the other day that, you know, Donatella would be really good at this. Mm. And now you're asking me, I'm like, oh, okay. She goes, you know, next time we have one, I'll let you know. I said, okay, I'm not thanks. 
I kid you not, the next day she calls me. Somebody dropped out. You want in? We start tomorrow. Aww. And I was like, I'm in. I, and I'm ever so since then. those kinds of stories. Right? And, and ever happen. since then. I always to say nothing yeah. happens by mistake. There's no coincidences. You're right exactly where you yep. need to be at the time you need to be. So good. Yep. So good. So I, love, I you know, and what I love about your story right, right here is like, and I think I talked about it with, with someone else. I think when I was speaking with, with Diana is like that humble beginning, like those humble beginnings where like I started at the yeah. front desk. I actually started the front desk at Pilates studio. I didn't teach Pilates there instead of teaching like dance and like more like boot camp, but like working your way from the ground up and like have so mm-hmm. much respect for, you know, trainers and, and people and nutritionists and people in this in massage service, people who like work their way from the ground up because this is not an easy job. You are in front of a group of people yeah. who are judging you hard. Oh, hard. <laughs> I, judge, I remember, I remember judging trainers and instructors hard. Like I remember one time I was going to get a trainer at the gym and I remember looking at this person being like, I literally said this and I feel so bad. I ever said this. Uh, I go, but they got to have a better body than me. And the trainer looked at me like almost stepped back. And I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not going to train with somebody that I look better than. And they couldn't believe I said that. Mm. And now as a fitness instructor, fitness instructor, I understand why, because that doesn't mean anything. Anything. That does not mean anything. And I thinking back to those years, like, wow, I had such a misconception of what it is to be a trainer, a fitness instructor. That is not it. It is not the look and health does not come from the size pants you wear or whether or not your ribs are sticking out and your ass is like to your shoulders. Right. Like that's not Not at all. You know, no, it's the knowledge. It's, it's everything else other than that. It's everything else other than that. And it's so interesting because like, I remember I, I, you know, we, I think we've all thought that way at some point and some of us listening may still think that way. And, um, that's a big part of this whole podcast is to, you know, and I know you've come far in the way you've thought I've come far in the way I've thought, but I remember I I used to think that, and some of the best trainers that I've I've worked with, like there, there were skinny ones and there were ones that were fatter and like, they're one of the best Pilates classes I've ever been to in New York city was taught by a girl who was fatter than me, who didn't have a body that looked like mine, who like didn't have a culturally ideal looking body. Yep. One of the, one of the instructors, instructors that two of the instructors that I learned from early on in my career did not have culturally ideal bodies. If we want to be politically correct, right. but like really correct. they, they were, they were fatter than the average yeah. instructor than the average trainer. Yeah. And I learned more from them because what we realize as human beings is that what we look like and our size really does not give a picture of who a person is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't show there. It doesn't show your intelligence. It doesn't show how good you are at what you do. And it's like, you know, even to be able for us to sit here and to admit, like, I used to think like that, or I used, I said that out loud to another person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you're so you're, you're in such a better place yeah. now. Yeah. So oh yeah. I would never think to say that to somebody now. And, you know, and it's funny being on the other end, people are like, well, I want your body. I want to look like you. And I, I actually took something you've said, cause you're like, if I give you my arms, you're going to look weird with my arms on you. And right. I was like, if I give you my ass, you're going to look weird with my ass yeah. on you. Like, you like know, it's had, just, you know, like if I had your hair, I'm going to look really weird blonde. 
Like I really yeah. would. Yeah. Really You're would. Look real, and I, yeah. So it's just, uh, I, I no longer say those things. I no longer care what that person up there looks like. And it's all about how well you can instruct the class Absolutely. and give me a hard, amazing, I don't even want to say hard, challenging, but successful. And I use those all the time workout because in oh, order God. for you to come back, in order for you to come back to a class, you have to have some kind of success. So it, those trainers out there that are making it hard, 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 and half the class is not doing it. That's kind of on you. You got to kind of, you got, you want to be, you want to make them feel better than they walked in, right? You yeah. want to make them leave like, this was awesome. I'm coming back. You don't want to have them leave be like, wow, I didn't realize how like, weak I was. Or, or like, sh like shit that was impossible. Like, or I can't walk. That would, yeah. And I mean, that happens. It, it happens. Like, you know, I, I teach hard classes. I teach, you know, sometimes some of my classes are more advanced than others. And I tell, right. I warn, I tell people, if you come into this class, this is a intense class. And I really recommend you don't try to keep up. <laughs> I recommend yeah. that you, oh, like, yeah. I really, you walk into one of my classes, it, it, like not to be like, never come, but like, it is challenging, but it's challenging for a reason, but there's space to make it your own. I, I took, I took a class oh, at, yeah. at fit this morning and I did not go hard at all. And it's one of the hardest classes of the week. But what I real, what you realize is that you can really just take any fitness class and make it your own pace. But if you try to like go hard, like the girl who's been exercising for 10 years in the corner, like you might be in a different spot. Yeah. So it's all about, yeah. I'm really big on just like doing what your body feels like today. I'm not big on the, on the go hard or go home every single day. I'm not good on being like, just settle don't settle for good enough. I'm like, no, good enough. It's good enough. You know, really good enough. is good that's, enough. And I'm also big on deep. me. Does, not at all. I'm always, and I always say like, there's no shame in the modification, modification game Never. ever. And I've taken your classes. I haven't even been injured. And you've seen me take modifications. Modification. And everybody in that class Great. knows I'm an instructor and I don't care. I'm I, my body cannot hold this plank or do this. I'm amazing at pushups. I will drop my knees every once in a while and I don't care because I'd well, rather keep going. Right. Or if, if, if a class says do 10 pushups and my body says today, I think five is good enough for you today. Then I'm going to do five. If I'm in your class, which that's hard. It's not, it's not kettlebell swings and push right. presses, but it's really hard. I take mega reformer classes it's hard. Yeah. I take a break. Okay. It doesn't need to be rah, 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 go, go, go all the time. And I think that gets really mis misrepresented sometimes in, in fitness that it's like, you always need to oh, be yeah. going, always need to be going. Yeah. I'm the queen of taking a break. I'm the queen of like oh, the yeah. last, the last 10, yo, especially your class, that last eight count, <laughs> I'm hitting a child's pose. I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes if I know you, if I like, I play around with people in classes and I, and I'm like, uh, don't you dare take a break over there. And I will only say that to people. If I know them. And times if I know them and I know me saying that to them because I know their personality will actually push them. I will never say that to somebody who I'm, I'm you, gotta, you gotta read the room, who maybe it's their first time, feels very awkward. You know, right. to them, I'm like, keep going, awesome job. Give whatever you can more. Absolutely. And then I'll tell you, I take breaks all the time. And I do all say the time. that in class. I say it all the time. I'm like, I'm like girl, 
I change weights. I go lighter. Like I think, yeah. and I, what I appreciate about, about you and, and like just saying this and, you know, for anybody listening, is that like, sometimes it's really, not sometimes, a lot of times really intimidating to go into a fitness class. It's intimidating. The instructor looks like a certain way. Maybe, you know, everyone around you looks, thinks like they looks like they know what they're doing. And you're just like, shoot, is that a kettlebell? Is that she said, get a kettlebell. She said, get a pair of light weights. She said, get a ball, she said, get a band. And you're just like, what am I doing? And like, yeah, yeah. it's okay to be new. It's okay to be, it's okay to not be new and still take a break. It's okay to be new and take breaks. It's okay to ask questions to us. Like we want to be there for you. And like, we want to make fitness accessible to everyone. And so, you know, that's why yeah. you, you came on my live the other day. Like I want to do, I'm doing Instagram lives on things that people can, whether you are a novice or you're advanced mm -hmm. or your expert level, like those classes that I've been doing are open to everyone, right? You just change, oh, yeah. you change the weight, you change how fast you're going, you change how long you're doing it, you change how many reps you're doing. And that's how yeah. you can build intensity and keep it simple. I think that's really important yeah. is just keep things simple. Now, when you were talking before you mentioned something, mm -hmm. what, what kind of turned you on to um, bar, is when the instructor mm -hmm. like moved you back. <laughs> and, and like there's, no, there's nothing I love more than, than when I like tell someone to like, just um, move your foot back, move one inch this way, drop one inch yeah. lower. And like, they're like, oh, they're like, oh, that's so yeah. different. I'm like, I say like the littlest, littlest thing can make the biggest difference. And it doesn't need to be these massive big movements that we need to be doing. So- Right. That I want to know if you could tell us a little bit about like what your fitness philosophy, what your move, uh, you know, even not calling it fitness, what's your mm -hmm. movement philosophy? Because I feel like a lot of what you do is just helping people just move better and feel better. Yes. So, you know, I like, uh, I like functional fitness. I like things that you can take. Yeah, yeah, nobody can things, see, but I'm I, nobody can see. She's, she's pumping up her arms. So things that you're doing in class and then actually doing those things out in the world, right? Like the um, farmer carries that you do, right? What are, what is that? Nobody takes two trips from their car to your house. When you came from the grocery store, everybody is taking all the bags. All the, the bags grocery carry isn't all the bags. You know, I just love things when I talk to people in class, like see how you're doing this. And then I let them know, like, when you're out there, that's what this is, you know, like, it's going to, this is like being doing this, but I would have to say, if I was going to pinpoint it to like a couple sentences, uh, alignment. So I always say in my class, uh, align better, right? Align yourself better. I'm, I'm, I'm very much like, um, the mind is like the wind and the body is like the sand. If you ever want to know which way wind is going, just look at the sand, right? So if you want to know where you are mentally, look at somebody's body, see how they're like their posture. So align better. When we align better, we engage deeper. So those are my two biggest things, align better and then engage deeper. So alignment and engagement. And then once you have those two, that third part, that movement, when you're actually moving actually is more fun. Because then you can do all the things or a lot of the things right. that your body is being asked to do. So align better, engage deeper, and then have more fun when you're doing it. And to me, that really summarizes at least 
if you take one of my classes, that's really what you're going to get. You're going to get a lot of alignment. Your alignment cues are going to come first, right? Because if you start to engage and you're in these weird positions, you're not going to be able to really engage, right? Or where you need to engage. So let's find that alignment first. That's step number one. Number two, now you start to feel the body, engage the body. Where can you find this tightness? Where can you find this engagement? Where can you find length? Because remember, it's not just about being tight. It's also finding openings in places, like finding lengths places, finding space. Yeah. And then when you have those two things, we are now in that part of class where we're having fun. We're moving, we're grabbing weights, we're moving heels, we're cracking jokes, we're smiling. And then, then that, and because it should always be fun. If you're, if if you go to a class that is boring, Uh don't go to that class anymore. I'm sorry, but a fitness class shouldn't be boring. Right. Or if you go to a class or you're going to fitness classes or you're going to a modality that you absolutely hate. And I tell people all the time, if you, if it's not, if I'm not your cup of tea, move on and go find something else. If you don't like green tea and you like Earl Grey, go drink Earl Grey. Like don't drink green tea just because you think you need to drink green tea or because everybody else is drinking green tea. Go drink Earl Grey. I don't even drink tea. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't even drink green or Earl Grey. Yeah, you're drink, a coffee person. <laughs> I'm a coffee like person. Espresso. And I like chai, like uh, spice, the spice, like spice, spice chai. Yeah, um, that's it. But, you know, you mentioned alignment, engagement and movement. And, I've, you know, it's funny because as you're saying that as a fitness instructor, I'm thinking of like, you know, like I can't engage in a squat if my legs are out too wide or my toes are turned mm-hmm. in. Like I can't engage the muscle, I've never, it's all different ways to think about things. And when people right. translate things differently to you, you're like, I like the way that sounds. If I can't, I can't engage my core properly in a plank. If my shoulders are not stacked over my wrist, right. Or right. I can't engage my, my quads or my core if in a lunge. If my leg is like overextended or my knee is right. Not, and it's just like, that is perfectly, perfectly, perfectly said. If I'm not in alignment, if my if I'm not engaged, then I, you know how my movement isn't going to be fun. It's not going to be fluid. And yeah. then you just risk injury, and that's like my you risk injury, right? Is alignment, yeah. right? And and even yeah. in there for like if I'm thinking okay, like this is perfect, but like even aware, like just being aware, awareness is like body awareness, mm-hmm. which which some people are born. So maybe you're born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Like maybe you're born. Maybe with it's it. not. Maybe it's <laughs> not. And like as two people who were athletes growing up, but we get a lot of people who are not athletes or, you know, who maybe never moved before. So how do you, how do you work with them to build awareness, alignment, engagement? Like what are some things to anybody out there listening that may, may not exercise very often or may not feel like they have a lot of body awareness? Um, so I deal with that a lot. I think, you know, me as a massage therapist, it actually kind of helped a little bit because there are times where I'm working on somebody and their back is spasming and you can wow. see it. And I'm like, oh, you feel that? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh my God, you know, you like, know, how can you not feel they're, it? They're, I'm like, I, I, it's like jumping up and down and you're like, nah. and so, you know, first of all, as an instructor, and I hope nobody takes this the wrong way, we can kind of see those people. Like they come in, they get, and you're like, okay. You know, a lot of times they'll tell you it's the first time taking right. a class. Um, I think I'm with bar. It's it's a I joke around. I say nobody's good at bar. <laughs> like nobody's good. It's a hard exercise. There are so many things 
Kathy's <laughs> like, I'm like, not she was just like, can you move into this? I think like my first five classes with you, you were like all up in my grill. Yes. Not yep. easy. Yep. Yeah. And, and you have, so I am up in people's grill. So what I do is like, I pay, I pay attention. Uh, prior to COVID rules, I'm a very hands-on instructor. Um, right now I'm not allowed to touch people, even though I can touch you in a massage room, but that's interesting. Uh, as I go there, but so, you know, so what I do is I will come to you and I, I will literally get in position with you. If we're on the floor, we're doing a core exercise or if we're at the bar, I will literally come right next to you because what happens in class is that you have to talk to people or you have to teach people um, not knowing whether they are a visual, auditory, or kinesthetic learner, right? And you have to figure out how you have to teach it to those. So yeah, somebody may not have that awareness um, and you spend a little bit more time. You also have to be aware of what you're saying because sometimes, and I've, this happens to me in class sometimes, when the whole class does something wrong, it's the instructor's fault. Yeah. It is. It is the instructor's fault because the instructor did not cue it correctly and everybody thought you were saying something else so really being mindful of my cues and then props um a lot of times people think that props are um they mean you're weak or you know whatever like oh don't give me a ball I don't need a ball well no you might need a ball because I love a ball you know I'm always asking for fans yeah that ball everybody I'm like always so if I know some like uh, I had I had an injury and I have a bad back you're in my class I'm always gonna give you a ball those balls give you feedback. You put that right. ball at your sacrum. And now instead of finding the floor that may not give you enough feedback, you're pressing into this latex ball that is giving you a little bounce back that the floor doesn't give you. Oh, there's that tip she's talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so when I get somebody comes in and they, they're, you know, not very self-aware of their body, it's just spending a little extra time and being with them. So within a class, you can actually ha- give somebody an have if you're the student that one-on-one instruction because I will notice it and I will come over and I will get in position with you I will adjust your body and I will talk to you I will move my mic away and I will come close as close as I can and like say to you you know how does are you feeling it here also ask questions right because they're not sure where they need to be feeling it right but if you start to discuss about it where they need to be feeling it what that sensation should feel like what you are doing is you are helping them create these this mind body connection and a mind body connection actually helps create neural pathways brain to body right, right. and that's what you're doing exactly. and so all it is is taking a little extra time with that person who is new to that class or maybe doesn't have that fitness experience or whatever it is and it doesn't take long it really doesn't take long like i'm not I'm, we may have a 4 minute core high C curve, you know, and we're working that for yeah, four minutes. Cause it actually is it actually, it actually is four minutes actually in when I have created plans and I, it actually is, I tend to go over sometimes, sometimes you're in it longer. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hip flexors, <laughs> but yes, you're in, Give we're doing movements. Time. We're, <laughs> you know, we're in this position, but you're aligned in a certain way where we're talking about protecting that spine in this curve and this is how you do it now if i can but then you have modifications i cannot curve my spine donatella i had an injury you know what that's okay we're gonna do neutral spine so it's also giving them modifications or corrections 
that still makes them feel like they are a part of class. Absolutely. So um, like you always want to make sure if they come in with an injury or whatever, that you can still talk to them while they're in a modification as if you're talking to the whole class who may not be in a modification. Because the wor- the thing that people don't want in a fitness class is a spotlight on them when they feel like they're doing it wrong. Right. Everybody wants a spotlight on them when they're doing great. Gabby, that was awesome. And like, like yeah, the instructor yeah. yelled my name out, but nobody, no, right? Nobody wants to say, oh my God, Gabby, can you tip a little bit more? Are you even feeling, nobody wants right. that spotlight on them. You know, nobody wants to say, oh, you know, you, everybody do this, but Gabby. Gabby, you have an injury. You need to be here. So what I always do, and, you know, sometimes this does come with some experience, is that I always ask injuries when they come in. And somebody tells me, and if I have to change my class on the spot, trust me, I can do that. Because the last thing I want for somebody who may not have awareness or who may have an injury is to feel they are alone in a group fitness class. And when you are in a group fitness class, you are taking the class to be with people. Right. To have that group energy. Yes. At least that's how I feel. Right. And, re- class, and remember, so. like, if you're taking our classes or, you know, uh, or a fitness instructor, any fitness instructor, us or someone else, you know, ask us questions. Like, you can come be mm-hmm. like, we did that during class. Like, I don't know if I felt it right. Like, where was I supposed to feel it? Um, or, you know, I didn't understand that. Like, I, I like when people come up to me after and ask me questions mm-hmm. of like, Hey, like when we were doing that, I wasn't really sure I felt it here. Is that right? Like I was feeling this, like, what was I doing wrong? Or especially if you are someone new to a, a newer modality of, of bar, or you're new to lifting weights, like ask us questions. I'm going to be all over yep. you like white on rice, like in my class, mm-hmm. if you are, if you are new, um, and it's not ever to like single you out. It's just to make sure that you are there and you are safe and that you're doing the right thing. And that you're most importantly, like we're saying safe, like I'm all about safety first. I'd rather you not break a sweat at all for like the whole class, which we'll talk about in a second, how sweat (laughs) we'll talk about that, but like, I'd rather you not sweat at all and do like five things really, really well than do like 10 things really crappy, you know? Yes. And I'm all about yes. the less is more. And like the yes. sweat is not an indication of what you did. No. I actually no. like not sweating because then if you know anything about me, I don't have to wash my hair. Okay. Right. Because <laughs> I don't want to yep. wash it. I don't want to deal with my hair. Okay. Yes. So I know you're a very big advocate of sweat is not an indication that your workout was oh, hot. yeah. All sweat means is yeah. that you got your body hot. Your body was hot and it needed to cool off. So I have lost many of people to first timers to do my bar class because they've come out and said, and I usually hear from like the friend that brought them. Usually like it's a friend that brings them to my class. Right. And then you know, I try to have a conversation with them. Like, oh, it's good, it's good. And then the next day that friend comes in and I will be like, oh, how did that person like it? And right. they'll be like, well, she didn't sweat. So I'm just like, okay, uh, you don't need to sweat. Like, like I, the room might be at a perfect temperature. Right. Like, you don't need to sweat to feel the workout. Like, like you said, I'd rather not sweat. So then I don't have to take a shower and I can go straight to 
whatever I'm going, like take a happy hour bar class and then go to the bar. Right. Change your clothes. That's it. So yeah, I just kind of, I actually talked about like sweat is such a, it cools your body down. Sometimes people who are more fit tend to sweat faster and sooner than people are less fit. I've actually read that. I'm like, that's a little, that's interesting. Right. And it all depends on your, like, I'm a person. I run guys. Like I run miles. I've run marathons. I don't sweat that much. Hmm. Like I will sweat, like I have a little bit of, I'll have a little bit of boob sweat. That's pretty much like what I get. You will never see me pouring sweat. I have run 26.2 miles and I don't look like I've sweat. I literally boob sweat. That's it. And so my question to the people who say that sweat is an indication of whether it was a good class or that you got a workout. So what are you going to tell me when I tell you I got dewy after running 26 miles. Did I not get a good workout in 26 miles? No, you're like, well, you clearly got a good workout. You ran 26 miles. miles. Yeah. So, so then what makes you think that just because you came to a class like a Pilates class, reformer class, bar class, yoga class, and you worked hard, right? You're holding poses. You're doing, you're moving time under tension, a little up and down for six minutes of thigh work, no break, eight minutes of arm work, no break. Like, you know, what makes you think that just because you didn't sweat, it wasn't a good class or you didn't get a good workout? And I always ask that question back to them. And usually people kind of just say, well, I don't know. I just didn't sweat. Throw it back to them. So when somebody comes in and they tell me, well, I didn't sweat, you know, I'll go back to, well, you know, I ran 13 miles before the class and I didn't sweat. Did I not get a good workout? And they're going to say no. And then I'm going to say, so what's the difference right here? Sweat is no indication of whether or not. So I will ask, were you aligned? Yeah. Did you feel that? Did you feel, and I'll start to ask, like, feel like, did this, did you feel this? Did you, was there like kind of like burning, good burning sensation in your glutes when we were like doing seated pretzel and well, yeah. Did you feel like across your hips, that lower part of the abdominals, transverse abdominis. I was like, did you feel something? Well, yeah. Well, yeah. So then again, tell me where sweat was an indicator here. And they usually can't tell you because they're like, oh, you know, it's, it's learning because for some reason we just think that, or we see, you know, people profusely sweating. Like I recently saw a shirt and I kind of didn't like it because it was a shirt that changes when it gets wet and it was a shirt for the gym. And it, when your whole torso gets completely wet, you know what it says? Now you can go home. Wow. And I'm like, oh, I would have went home like an hour before that happened. Wow. You bring <laughs> yeah. up so many points. First of all, body thermal regulation, body temperature regulation is very individualistic and mm-hmm. um, is regulated by a big system that is mostly hormonal. Um, and it's just so interesting, you know, when we think about the concept of like sweat is an indicator that I had a good workout, like I'm going to go there and I'm going to say like, that is so fitness diet culture. It's so like, and it's so within that same realm of like burn the calories, sweat harder, you know, mm-hmm. get out of breath as like the, the, like the, it's like burn calories, burn fat, sweat harder, get out of breath. Like those are like the indicators that we think are like, oh, I had a good workout. So then people will go to some 
crappy fitness classes and they'll like drip sweat and like breathe hard and like the instructor will be like burn more fat look how many calories you just burnt on the treadmill oh my god and then people will leave and think that they had a good workout yeah i'm like okay so someone just got your heart rate jacked it up made you do a bunch of mindless movements that you didn't Mm -hmm. have to pay much attention to but you really did need to pay attention to because even if you're doing not even if if you're doing any kind of movement for repetition right there there should be a pay there should be attention to your form right right is there a place for high intensity interval training absolutely it's got a lot of health benefits but your intensity and what you do should not compromise and i always say this should not compromise your form if you come to my class and there is a finisher and it is intense and my music is turned up and there's a big beat drop you will hear me say over and over again i want you to push but if your integrity and your form is not there you pull back and i will say it time and again i love high intensity i teach high intensity but i will always tell people that you never ever ever sacrifice intensity for form Never. Not under my Never. watch, please. No, 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 not under yours, not under mine. Like, you imagine, know, uh, there's eight minutes. Imagine an NFL player or like, let's say like any, any athlete, like I watch a lot of UFC. Imagine they like just decided to just throw a, a bunch of shitty punches, sacrifice, like, what's that word I'm looking for? Strategy? Yeah. Sacrifice your strategy. Your strategy, yes. Right? Like, <laughs> What? Like, imagine if I'm, I paid all this money to watch UFC fight and the fighter was like, I want to sweat the most because that means I'm going to win. And they just throw punches with no strategy. Like that's a surefire way to get punched in the face and get knocked out. Yeah. Like absolutely no. So like I take a a lot of analogies from sports because I love sports. And so when I'm, when I'm training, like Mm -hmm. I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'm not a competitive athlete. I don't even consider myself an athlete. I consider athletes, people are, are competitive. I'm just a very active person. I'm a physically, highly physically active person. Okay. I don't compete. Um, Competing is not healthy for this brain, but like, I'm going to train with that mindset. Like I'm an athlete that I want to perform my best and that I want to do things right with, with good form because I don't want to hurt myself. You've I've been on your table with a, with a back, even when I'm paying attention to my form, but like my strategy out the window right? for some reason, three minutes of rest, which is what I needed was one minute of rest. And then I blew my back out. Okay. And right. so like strategy shouldn't go out the window form shouldn't go out the window yeah. for the sake of sweat. And like, yeah, never. not, I really like it really shouldn't even be on the monitor. And that's whoever, yeah. whoever made that shirt should maybe, I don't know, reconsider their business model, but yeah, we really. all know that sweat, fat burning, calorie burning, like work out until you puke because that means puke, you're going to no. weight faster than anyone else no. in the world. And it's the only way Never. to be healthy is like what unfortunately sells. Um, but that's why I started this podcast and that's why I invited people like you on here. <laughs> help <laughs> yeah. I've never, because like, you know, people, it's how, just not. how often do I have, and like, you can speak this health and do I have women that come to my class and like they're in their thirties or they're in their even in their twenties or forties, whatever age you are. And they're like, I can't do so many jumping jacks because I pee. Yeah. 
but you won't take the time. You'll be okay with actually peeing in your in your spandex, right? Yeah. Right. Instead of taking the time to go to your class. Right. Learning how to properly engage the abdominal muscles. In the pelvic floor. In the pelvic floor. And then right. go into a high intensity interval class. Right. Exactly. I mean, it's just, you know, and, and I tell people, I okay, so I love bar, I love yoga, I love Pilates, like right. I run, but I take boxing, I take hit classes, I took your kettlebell class yeah. yesterday, I, and I say this to people all the time, you can totally have a favorite workout that you do more often than the others, but you also need to have a well-rounded routine, right. so cardio in there every once in a while a stability and i'll put st- like yoga bar pilates that stability type of work Absolutely. um high intensity you know any you think about what we do our bodies we are multi-dimensional we move all over the place so why would your workout just be one note like why would it just be boxing right and only boxing right. not saying that like sure could you like, are you going to get nice arms or yeah, are you going to like, you know, is there going to be some nice rotation happening? Are your obliques going to be strong? Yeah. But what else, like, where is that openness? Where is that, you know, where is that openness? Where are other muscle groups going to engage? Because what happens is you're just going to be working the same groups over and over and over again. And that does not get you better. That does not get you stronger. And that does not make for a better you. And if you want to make for a better you, you need to utilize, mind you, they all have to be things that you like to do. Again, don't just go to a bar class and begrudgingly go because you're here in this podcast and you're like, right. I heard Donald Tell on a podcast. I gotta go to bar class. Um, no, but find something, you know, stretching, Yo, you know, anything, find it. You know, there are seven days in a week and up to 31 days in a month. You have enough time in a month to throw in a couple, a few days of something different. Right. And when you do that, when you do that, that favorite workout that you do is going to be better. Absolutely. I, I've made it a thing that, you know, I take, I've now like over the, especially after hurting my back, you know, again and again, I'm like, you know what, go and take the Pilates, go do it once a week. And it's like, I do it with my mom, my mom. I'm not going to give her age because she's an amazing person and she looks freaking fabulous for her age, but Mm -hmm. like, it's our new bonding thing. We go on Saturdays together and it's been like really good for my, my whole body. And like, just like, because my, my work is so intense. Like I have to rely on my body for work and I can't be injured Mm -hmm. and I need to make sure that I'm doing something. And I actually, I grew to love it. It burns like heck. It does. Burns like heck, but I grew to really, really love it and appreciate what it does for me. And um, I'm not telling anyone to go force and, 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 and do stuff. We're not saying that, but you need to give yourself some, some sort of break. I can't understand when people do like hard, high intensity training, like six days a week. I'm like, you're, we're not going to the Olympics. Like you're not, yeah, you're not gonna I don't get it. Like, why are, and, you, why are you doing this? You're, like, do people realize that athletes are injured 
like very, very a lot. a lot. Like they have physical therapists, they have personal massage therapists. They are like, they have orthopedists that they see all the time. They are injured creatures. They are not safe and sound from injury. They're not like, yeah. like we are regular people. Like yeah. we got like, I got to make dinner and like, then I got to go to a job. Like this is not our world. We don't need to be like training for the Olympics every right. day, right. like going hard and sweating. I, I say this a lot. It's my favorite saying. You've probably heard this before on this podcast, but like a lot of women just like to, not at all, but a lot of women just like to jump and sweat and pee. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm like... And I'm saying it because I, people tell me that they pee and it's more often and it's more common than that's, than that's spoken about. So Y'all got to fix your pelvic floors. If you're listening to this, yeah. you're like, oh, shoot, I pee when I jump. Like, yeah. that's a problem. Because guess what? That that adult depends section is waiting for you. It's going to yes. send you a gift card in the mail. And May your high heels be high and your coffee and pelvic floor be strong. Right. right? right. And if not, pull those, get some big pants, girl, because ain't nobody's going to want to see Okay. <laughs> Not at all. Oh my God. Yeah. I've worked on athletes. So I working in Boulder, Colorado, it's actually a Mecca for triathletes. Right. And I, and what people don't realize is, uh, first of all, what they're doing they're Yes, they are working out constantly, but they are PT massage. I'm one of their massage therapists, like getting massage and they get injured. Like one of my, um, clients that would always come to me, he actually had two massage therapists. I was one of them. And we had two different techniques and he, he got injured and he's a guy who wins Ironmans. Like he literally has one Kona, Kona, the one in Hawaii. Like that's a big, that's what he does for, that's how he makes money. He has to win a race. Livelihood. That's his livelihood. That's why he's in the, that's why he's working out all the time. He's not going to a nine to five. His nine to five is actually like a 5am to like, 5 p.m. right that's usually like his day and within that day the exercises and the the amount of mobility and stability training they are doing it's a lot right like they are not always he is not always going hard 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 I, I watch him on Instagram my running coach is actually his coach so we actually have the same coach and let me tell you something stability and mobility is what he works on constantly right and strength right stability mobility and strength right I think it's so, it's such a missing piece. And I, I'm hoping that like more cool people in fitness try to like make it cool, like try to make it cool. Like there's some people that are like, and when I say cool, it's like, oh, your Instagram cool or like whatever. <laughs> what I, I mean, like I laugh at it, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. if you're, if you can use your popularity for a good cause, yeah. please do. Let's please do it. About like mobility. Let's talk more about things that, that really matter. Like constant crushing doesn't really matter like it, it doesn't like as we get older it's, it's not going to be cute like when you're when you're like getting knee surgery or getting an ACL it's like it, it's not worth it and like we really should value so what tell us what like mobility is in case anybody here doesn't understand what that means for me mobility is like movement without pain right, right. like that ease of movement the use full range of getting able to have that full range of motion in the shoulder, right? That full range of motion in the hip, that extension and flexion of the back, right? Like those things that actually you may, it may seem very trivial what I'm saying, but 
you know, frozen shoulder that actually affects women more than men, believe it or not. Imagine not being able to bring your arm all the way up without pain. Right. Right. Imagine not being able to bend forward without getting, you know, like without pain. And unfortunately, those two things I just said happen more often than not because we weren't working on these ranges of motion on moving within all planes of movement, right? Moving within all planes of movement without pain, pain right? Or as little pain as possible. I, I like to say without pain, right? Like I don't even like oh. to say with little pain as possible. I mean, without pain. without pain, without pain, without pain and, and without injury. Yeah. And I think like when we're, when we're looking at fitness, looking out though, looking past those things, I mentioned the calorie burn, the fat burn, you know, sweating and, and, you know, breathing hard. It's just like, what are we here for? And I, I, and in really in my practice, what, what I try to teach people and my clients is like, we're here for longevity. We're here to improve your quality of life. So right now in our thirties, or some of us may be listening, maybe in our forties, some of us might be listening in our twenties, like, or, you know, in our fifties, like, I want to be able to know that in 10 years from now, I'm still going to be able to move well in 20 years and third, God willing, Mm -hmm. God willing. Right. 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 That I'm going to be able to. And so I want to preserve my joint health Mm -hmm. and my overall health. And I, 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 I urge you to not compromise that for all those other things that are just fleeting. Like they're just fleeting things that don't really get us anywhere. And we know, Hey, science here, real science, real metabolic science on your metabolism exercise, even if you want to lose weight, and I'm not saying that this is a point of this podcast, but exercise is not the best way to get there. It's not, it's really not. It's actually like, does not, it does not help. Like it can impact some of our hormones, but like that can impact weight and appetite and your overall health, but like, it's not the magic bullet there. Okay. So let's find a new meaning to exercise. And that's a big thing when I'm meeting with clients one-to-one, I'm like, okay, like we need to find goals for exercise that don't have to do with weight because weight mm-hmm. is not a behavior. It's not an action. It's not something you do. Right. So what's something no. you yeah. do? like, what are, what are some goals? Like the things that you can physically do that actually have meaning. Yeah. Like, I don't know. How about running after your children in your forties? Yeah. Because I'm 37 and I have not had a child. So I mostly, if I decide to have kids and if that, right. I'm blessed with that. I'm going to be a 40 something year old mom with little kids running around. I know. I cannot be tired. My brother is 44 and has a four year old and a two year old. And he says it all the time. My brother was my business partner. He has a lot of the same philosophies as I do. You know, he plays soccer, he lifts weights, he does bar, doesn't care that he might be the only guy in the class. And he, he actually, I'll have conversation and he'll look at other guys, other men, his age with kids, and they're having a hard time always having this energy that the four and two year olds have. My brother doesn't have that hard of a time, right? My father is 70 something years old and he was like a semi-pro soccer player in Italy. He's always been active. I swear to God, he's always been active. My house, that construction, if you, anybody heard any kind of weird noise in the background, my father's working on the house. A 70-year-old man is working 
on a house. I swear to God. Oh, that's <laughs> like, so, that's, do you know what I mean? It's those bad, things. Man. Like, but you know, it's like, it's that quality. Of like, what do you want to do? Do you want to be able to travel and hike Machu Picchu? Right? Like, is that what you want to do? Right. Well, you, you need to have some mobility to do that. You need to be able to have endurance something, right? you know, and none of that has, I mean, everything I said had nothing to do with weight, Absolutely. by the way, like Not nothing about losing weight there right. Not once. Right. And it's just, I think it's just, you know, hopefully, hopefully more people like us and more people with this mentality and um, continue to grow this section yeah. of, uh, of fitness in this whole world and really make it, like I said, if you got an Instagram following girl, please make it blow up. <laughs> make mobility. I'm going to like make, make mobility blow up. Yes, mobility. please make mobility. Cool. Like for the first time. Oh, we should make those. We should make those shirts or how we should make those shirts. Right. Totally. <laughs> make mobility cool again. That doesn't need sweat to change. Right. No, you yeah. have to change the color of my t-shirt. No now you can go home. That shirt thing is crazy. I am, by the way. Uh, I wish I screenshotted it. I saw it and I was like. I'm going to look it up on the internet, by the way. Uh, I can go. Yeah, I, I, for, I, can't, I don't know if it was like a little company or if it was a bigger company, but it was, it was a gray shirt. And, you know, it was a light gray shirt. And then the front was wet. And it said, now you can go home. Oh, I found it. Like. I found I it. I, and I actually thought I would it, never be able to. You found it? Out the company. You found yeah, it? No, I found right? it. It says something like. You can go home now. It's by this company called yeah. Omega Burn. Yeah, that's disgusting. I'm just going to say it out loud. Um, I have no right? shame. Sweat active. You see it? You see it, yeah. right? You're just like. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I'm just uh, like, but why? Well, and I remember seeing that and I was like, for me, because I don't sweat, I would have never gone. I would never go home if I'm listening to my shirt. It no. would never show up. You never show up. You can go anymore. You can go home. <laughs> like, I'm sure there's people like walking around thinking like, that's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. But yeah. I, no, I d- definitely did not think it was cool. All, all we can do is, is influence, you know, try to like, all I say is like with my podcast, if I get like four people to even, I won't even say four, like if I get one person to yeah. listen and like learn something from it and like get one person to change their mindset or not even, you know, build a healthier mindset rather and you know just try to motivate them mm-hmm. in a way that's productive towards their life versus stealing from them then I think I've done a good job here on planet earth I don't know I, don't I think will say you've done an amazing job if that happens I don't I don't need to tell to everyone <laughs> but like I said if I can touch like one person one person a year on, on this earth um if I right. do great if I do more great oh they have another one that says hustle for that muscle when it's wet just in my face. Uh picture of my face i don't even know what that means but okay sure okay i'm gonna hustle for that money i'm gonna hustle for my business I'm hustle for my business but i'm okay with the muscle i have now so donatella can you tell us where we can find you and and how how you yes people? so you can find me sure you can find me uh on instagram is where i pretty much live and I'm at Donna Telefino. It's just my name. D-O-N-A-T-E-L-L-L. Whoa, I spelled my name wrong. <laughs> Dude, guys, we're recording this on a Friday afternoon. You can find we're me. Burnt out, okay? <laughs> <laughs> tired, tired. Uh, Donna Telefino, D-O-N-A-T-E-L-L-A-F-I-N-O. And um, 
I also have a website. It's donatellafino.com. It is getting revamped. So you can go on there, but it's going to change in like a month. Um, woo, so it's, you're going to be able to find videos. And uh, I do, I do virtual, I do virtual bar classes um, every single day. Um, I have six live classes, one recorded class. If you're on, if you're buying some of the packages, there are drop-ins. Um, and I have a lot of fun things on Instagram. I'm also really big into health and wellness and you'll hear about body things, things that self-care you can do at home. And I'm also big into essential oils. So I do talk about that whole non-toxic living life and I live it. So I just don't talk it. That's my thing. Um, but yeah, so, you know, find me on Instagram, talk to me, let me know, um, ways I can help you. I'm always very, I love to answer questions about like the body and things like that and try a bar class with me. You know, um, all you need is a stable chair at home. All you need is a stable chair and a light set of weights. And don't think that two, three pound weights aren't going to do anything because you're holding them for about eight minutes. No, I've changed a lot of people's opinion about bar with that. I literally drop the weights. Drop all the the time. And then I'm like, the drop the weights. Nobody else is dropping the weights. And then I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to drop the weights. I'm going to go like this out and in. And sometimes I'll do a lot of your bar moves in my, with my clients. And they'll be like, and I'll be like, yes, 30 yeah. seconds. Give me that face in 30 seconds, girl. <laughs> like this. I'm like, it's, <laughs> right. I love it. No, uh, it's no joke. So yeah. thank you really? so much for coming on. Please check her out. She's got her virtual bar thing going and it sounds like you got a cool setup coming up soon so mm-hmm. i'm excited to see it i and do i'm very excited yeah so. yes well thank you so much donatella for coming and joining us mm-hmm. and for this very fun conversation i learned a lot about even more about you even though thanks for having me yeah absolutely thank you <laughs> Thank you guys so much for showing up and listening into today's podcast. We will be coming back in 2021 with brand new episodes and...